the green ones oh, at? Be... You can't hear? I can hear myself. But you can't hear us? I can hear you too. So he... what is you talking about? Dog. He can't hear nobody. Listen. No, I hear all y'all, but I don't hear her. Can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You don't hear her vocals. Hey, Priest. What? Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> he's about to answer you. He said. Uh, hold on, man. Hold on. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, like, you didn't even give me a chance to get in my seat, man. Rewind that back. No. Okay. Oh, yeah. You wanted me to tape it for you. Hold on. Hold on, man. Hold on. Can I get a, can I get a replay, dog? Like, all right, you, all, like, right, you know all right, all right. Dang, man. I'll give you a replay. Usually just, I, I wait for you to sit back, set the mood. All right, you got 10 Dang, seconds. here we go. Ooh. The last time I talked about when we got in a club, you know, it's like a, it's like a movie. Put it together. Let me sit back and relax. Um, can I put this on live? Yeah, there you go. Please put it on live. <laughs> you know he wants you to. We need, we need all people to see this, this craziness. <laughs> Come on. Here we go. Ah, walked about the club with me and Doc. Two chicks straight on the jock. <laughs> Tiff come around the corner, what's up? Like these groupies, Tiff, man, what the f? Two dudes and the chick coming through. They groupies and you know they feeling you. They want anybody up in the crew. Stop tripping, fame come with Tiff. Come on, boo. <laughs> Just glide. And you know, and you know we gonna slide. What? <laughs> it is coming. 100 miles and running. You can't run from this because it's gonna it catch to up. Two dudes and a chick, and oh, you know okay. what's I'm up. Like, it has to be done. <laughs> Come, on. Come on. Yo, <laughs> this is what kind of night it's gonna be. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got it. Man, I, 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 was, I was prepared for rap, but he put on something. He put on something uh, it was smooth extra and groovy. Groove. You know what I mean? I tried to be, I, like I said, I don't know what he, I don't know what he throwing on. So I let the music. Be my vocals. Hey, is that I, what it is? That's what it is. <laughs> okay. So look, what's up? I picked that beat intentionally because I knew Chantel was gonna be here, and something told me that it was a Chantelish beat. Really? Uh but then I was like, this chick gonna throw Priest D. Man, I, I was ready to rap. <laughs> hey, I was ready to rap. I had I had what I was gonna rap about, and it came smooth. So I said, okay, let's switch it up. But oh, um, my God, all right. Let's get this started, man. Let's get it started. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's your boy Double S, Slim and Sexy, Double S C D, Slim Sexy, Slim Dion, PWT, Pretty White Teeth. But Chantel know me as Priest Daddy riding in the caddy long leg daddy. Does she? Sorry, Do lady. I? For keep, <laughs> sorry, lady, for keeping y'all waiting. Go ahead and say what's up to daddy. Hey. It'd be funny when nobody here. But when what's we up, have ladies? Guests, I'd be like, <laughs> like almost like, embarrassed. Like, what is they initial impression of yeah, us? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this is Dr. IJ. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Tiff. And we have a special guest in the house today. Came down from the V. V. 
H-L-L-E-J-O. What's up, y'all? It's Estelle Ladybug, <laughs> the fly girl, creative entrepreneur who created an empowerment tour funded by Custom Crochet Couture. Okay. Somebody you definitely want to follow for sure. Mm. that? Damn. Wow. Hey, hey, she, hey, she just cut me off. I, wow. I was going to say something. Hey, I was, I, that was <laughs> so fly. Her own <laughs> hey, yes, I, I just said Chantel. She just hopped on in. Okay. Yeah. Hey. I okay. ain't mad. Hello. Do what you do. I see. I see, I see okay. we ain't going to have a shot, I, I guess, tonight. I don't know that you're going to be able to focus with the game on. Yeah. You talking to me? I am absolutely talking to you. I can focus with the game on. In. Man, they tripping. Did y'all hear that? Yeah. I won't I say nothing else. I promise. It's not about you not saying at the nose. It's, it's been, that you, you being in the room focused. with us. No, I'm gonna be focused and on promise. What's wow. in the in the room? Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, uh, we got guests. We don't need you to act Jesus. right. See what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, just pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Tiff. He just. <laughs> He's just in a three and just, oh. hey, He ain't going nowhere after this. He's going to be here for another my, hour after we got recording. My whole wife just. <laughs> you failed. All right, whatever. You failed. What's up, y'all? What's up? Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for coming down. Sure, for sure. How are we going to get to start? You got a wrap up for us? A roundup. Round yeah, up. so what's going on right now is the whole Aisha Curry um, red table talk conversation is the mic not on got it it's on but that's what brandon was talking about now everybody want to say something it's this y'all keep going i'll figure it out (laughs) she good i'm glad you're back in the game bro yeah i can hear (laughs) right um so the whole so she was a slight insult there (laughs) <laughs> I don't let her be a guest in your house and just talk to me like this. But we were talking about the Warriors game, and I was just talking about this one. Sorry. Mm. Y'all keep going. All right. So the Curries was on the Red Table Talk. Man, that's was it like, good? That's like a really – it is like a legit basketball family. So – They all pretty. <laughs> <laughs> they all light skin too. They is all light so skin. Do that they make all them pretty? That ain't what make them pretty. I mean, they that's literally the first, are all that's light the first skin. That's the first thing y'all say. They light skin and they pretty. I just thought that they are. Can all I say light skin? Aisha number four though. <laughs> to who? Well, she's not really a curry, so. To me, I'm just in. In I mean, two of them wasn't really curries. They curry by marriage. So check it. So the mom and the dad, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh. When she talks, I didn't really expect her to talk the way. I've never really heard her talk before. Ooh, mama. Mama Curry. Mama look good. Mama look bad. Yeah, she Dang talks, it. though. It, How old is the mama? She's uh, 61. I need you to look like that. Oh, she's not. She too old to get it. Ours is 51. It's I think it's 61. It has to be, be 61. It's 61. Is, I need you to look like so that. So they're married, right? They've been married for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Steph's dad was a basketball player, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom. Steph, Stephen Curry is a basketball player. His brother Seth is a basketball player. Can I say they're so and then, whack with them names, Steph yeah. and Seth? And then the daughter, Cy, I forgot what her name was, but the daughter just married a basketball player. Mm-hmm. And then Seth just got engaged to Doc, what's his name, Doc? Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers' daughter. Oh, serious? They just got engaged. Oh, like, that's dope. The other day. So it's like a legit basketball family. Yeah, that is. <laughs> the conversation was good. Everybody is blowing up. Did you 
Do you watch the Red Table Talk? I didn't watch the Red Table Talk, but I, I normally watch, I watch BuzzFeed. Right. So they're just taking this, this one little insert that she said. It's she like, wants to get attention from God. Right. It's like when you read a Bible verse, you just read <laughs> one verse, but you don't like keep going or you didn't read the one before to kind of like put it in context. So what did you guys think when she said that? Oh, you bugging. Um, I got that. She, you good, you good. I got that. She need attention. You got that she needs attention. She wants attention from other dudes. That's what I got. Like, why got. why, why are you so concerned? Wait, first of all, give me the quote, because I want to make sure I got it right. What was the quote? Well, I'm, what did you think the quote the was? The quote was something like, he get DMs and I don't get DMs from other dudes. Okay. Is that right? Close enough. <laughs> so you're going to leave me hanging like that. What is it? I, I'm looking it up, man. I'm Can just you saying, give me a second? whatever you heard right. it, what did you feel? She said... Something that really bothers me and honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that, yeah, there are all these women like throwing themselves at him. Mm-hmm. But me, like the past 10 years, I don't have any of that. Right. I have mm-hmm. zero. This sounds weird, but like male attention. Mm-hmm. And so then I begin to internalize it. And I'm like, is something wrong with me? Right. Yes. You're That's saying four. that she's insecure. And she needs attention. That's what I took yeah. from that. What you get from it? I took she need to stop hanging around with them curry women because, of course, you're not going to get no attention hanging around with them. <laughs> what you get out of that? Well, like I was kind of uh, saying before we started is that she's been with curry so long. Mm-hmm. I mean, shouldn't say curry, but we all know Miss Curry. Right. So long. I mean, you know, even just being on The View and she's telling Vivica like, oh, yeah, I remember meeting you. And I was like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. We shot Joanna so, so you're saying I give her a pass to like. I'm not yeah. saying, saying some, nothing. You ain't never said what pipe? she had to say yet. I haven't said it yet. OK, go ahead. <laughs> but what I am saying is that, you know, for her, it's almost like she lives in a fishbowl. Mm-hmm. She's married. Mm. They have three kids. She has a, a certain kind of. Uh, brand that they've put out for her i would yeah. say mm-hmm. and, it, and, it, and it's heavily you know centered around her being this power woman mm-hmm. but no one stops to ask her how you feel about things mm-hmm. i mean and she's and just being a mom she has yeah. to go through a probably mom, a wife. two levels of postpartum potentially and things that she think about and like she's married to a basketball player right you know her basketball he's traveling all the time and she can't be there all the time mm-hmm. and so like it is an attention thing you like you know you get in a relationship because you like the companionship right your kids can't fulfill something that a man or your man does exactly so i think that maybe that's where her comment may have come from i get it i completely get it it makes what you sense. get i get that no matter, even if you're in a relationship. Or, oh, you insecure about her saying that? No, no, I'm saying she you got you know, pretty like, daddy riding in the caddy. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Well you, well, you got something like this. You straight. But you're also at home. Huh? You're also here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She don't get nothing. You missed the point. No, nah, I'm right. messing with you. Go ahead. So, your mind. I get it because I feel like as women, we want to be wanted. Rather... I might not want you back, but it's just good to know that, oh, okay, I still got it. Oh, okay. Because I want my man. My man, you know, we become complacent, and it's the norm. Like, you may not tell me, oh, you're looking good, or, you know what I'm saying, as much or as often. And on top of that, you have millions of trolls after you that could be cuter than me, could, I just had a baby, could have a better body than me, could just have a whole lot of stuff that I might, feel that I am lacking it doesn't matter you know they they're always there but 
just to get like no attention. It's like, do you see me? Am I here? Like, you know. So do you think that's a lack on Steph in or just everything? I think nah. it's just it's just just. I think it's yeah. it's just is what it is. I mean, they have built her brand around like wholesomeness. They have not built her brand on sexy. Right. So, I, I never thought sexy when I think about her. Right. You don't think sexy. But I don't so, think about sexy but, when I think but, about him either. But okay, did, did they build the brand around her or is that just her? And now she's feeling that like that vibe and she need to switch it up. It may just be her. It may just be her. But, like, but I don't you. think she's the saying I want to be sexy. I don't think men don't necessarily respond to wholesome in the same way they respond but to you know, sexy. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Do you. I was just going to say this is a good point. So I'm um, a co-owner in a, a branding company mm-hmm. and it's called Story to Brand, right? And one of the things that we always tell our clients as they're building their business, they don't build their brand first, which is a misstep. Because if you're going to build your business, your business isn't going to be as successful as you want it to be. But if you don't lay your foundation of what story you want to tell, mm-hmm. then you fall your you find yourself in a situation like her. Mm-hmm. Because if your brand was just to be successful, she's successful. She's very successful. If she wanted to be everywhere, she's everywhere. But if she didn't stop and think about what does Aisha want, mm-hmm. that could be the reason why she's in this place now of saying, well, damn, I haven't even had an opportunity to think about what I actually need. If it's about being, I'm going to be here support of you because technically, like, what she has and what they have together is that they've been able to build something together, mm-hmm. which normally, in most cases, basketball players get successful and then they get the woman, mm-hmm. right? But she was there first. She's been there. Right. Mm-hmm. And but so, she talked about that, though. She talked about how it's important for her to basically find self and know what she wants to do and set up her businesses and just not get so engrossed with her kids and her husband because it's so easy to do mm-hmm. and you can completely lose yourself in them because she was like your kids are going to leave yeah and then what are you going to do she's like so i want to i don't i want to be able to keep moving and keep living basically that's what i got from what she was do, saying. You, do you relate to her more because you're a stay-at-home mom and what she's saying in this and how everything you just said uh as far as what what she just said she can um, get involved too involved with the kids. I think that's no. just a mother period. We give so much of ourselves to our husband and our children that it is you for me, I'm a good example. I'm the last. I am the last on the list for all things. But that's you putting yourself in that position. That's like regardless of who puts me there, I'm there. I'm just saying that's just it's just a natural thing for mothers to do that. Okay, this is not going to become Dr. Phil. We're going to talk about it on a level, another level. <laughs> let's talk about Michelle and Obama. But you, let's use that as a caveat of yeah, this I conversation. Like good <clears throat> but her book, Becoming, she was able to tell oh, her yeah, real stories. Yeah, we're supposed to read that next. Oh. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay, well, in the book, I'm not going to say anything about that, but yeah, she... Ahead. You can oh. get a spoiler. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, ain't, totally ain't nobody fine. here tripping. <laughs> <Yeah>. Totally fine. <laughs> well, Please. she gets to talk about, you know, like, just her being in position where she has this opportunity to be, you're the first lady, mm-hmm. but she wanted to build a brand around it as well to be able to give back in a certain way. Right. Because, again, thinking about, okay, we're not going to be in the White House longer than probably this next term. Right. We have eight he- years here, and then what? What's next? And so in the book, she talks about you know, she made she made mandates like Barack, you need to be here for dinner or we're going to start without you. Mm. 
you know, like you need to be here for this or this is what's going to happen. And just, you know, and then also building her calendar. She built her calendar around what she needed to do first before she started putting her stuff on for the kids and and all the different scenes, you know, like uh, go sees that she had to go do and all the meetings that she may have to have. She built around herself because at first she didn't. And she found herself like in this space of being inundated of just the the rigmarole of just Mm -hmm. being a first lady. Yep. That makes so much sense. See, I don't think I don't think it's an issue with Curry. I think if you look at Curry's mom, right, like she was a no name until Curry became famous. Like when the son became famous, he shined the spotlight on everybody, which meant that. Wait, so the, their dad wasn't a big, big nah. nah, he wasn't big yeah. like that. You he know was what I mean? Kind of like Seth. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> or he was like Curry when he was in college. Yeah, because Curry wasn't a nobody until Curry, like I mean, he, yeah, he a minute ago, somebody. right? Yeah. Right, but his stardom has shined the spotlight on the whole family. So right. I think, you know, from that spotlight came access to like her YouTube videos and the cooking stuff that she was doing, and so now she's just as much of a she's public definitely figure. Definitely use a platform and platform star. to her advantage for sure. Exactly, but with that is you were planning on being. Like Steph's mom, you were planning on being like a housewife. How do you know that? Because they didn't, they had no way of of anticipating that Curry would be this big. That don't mean she was just gonna be a housewife. What, whatever her plans was, her plans I'm sure didn't involve like we're just gonna be uber famous on a whole nother level where my husband and my family and my kids remember them first couple of years in the playoffs when his kids was at the podium with him is like that brought a whole nother spotlight so i think what she's speaking to is i'm in a different realm now in terms of notoriety yet i'm not getting that fanfare in terms of men desiring me that you would expect in this position well i think it's also like a, a level of definition of success you know, like for some people, they consider success, the money, the opportunities that come with it, and the attention. And she not you know? getting that. And she not getting That's the attention. She not getting yeah. the attention Right. Part. And so I think that, I'm, so that maybe, br- that, maybe that may be it. If, if her definition is that, hey, listen, I, I made it. I agree 100% right there. If I made it, that, yeah. that I need to have this attention from men. I need people sliding in my DMs I, so I can I laugh be, about I it. I should like, be getting everything that everybody else is talking about. Everything all, all that the, my husband all is All the getting. pipe pictures, all right. the, all the yeah. spooky stuff. All right. this, like, I'm dry over here. Like, mm-hmm. I really feel so like that's up? what she was saying. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what, I think that's what it is. You know, I think a lot of people and have I, an opportunity to take it somewhere else. Of saying, oh, she want niggas lying in her DM and mm-hmm. doing whatever. I think she <laughs> like way craving that though. But as she should. But why? It's not about actually having it, but it's yeah. about saying that I got this. See, that's it's where the, that's where it go left for me. Like, but that's the reason. Nah, that's, man. Every everybody, makes, it's just bruh, human nature. Everybody want affirmation, just like it's just human nature. Two dudes and a chick want affirmation from the folks who listen. It like we crave that when folks get in our Let DMs and say like y'all dope. We yeah. love that. That's what yeah. Aisha's saying is like she probably get a lot of women hitting her up saying like you dope. She like, can I get a couple dudes <laughs> right. to say that too? Like that you yeah. dope and it's you know what I mean. So, so y'all think been... she, y'all think she just came too real and people just ain't feeling her realness. No, I just no, think no. I just think that anytime anybody makes a statement, yeah. that it has to have some level of definition to go with it. Give mm-hmm. it context. If it doesn't have context, then you leave it, what you leave it open for everybody. You leave it open else for everybody else. Yeah, I, I just think people 
but were very interested in this conversation and because they were interested in the conversation but didn't listen to the conversation right just, and because of the way she presents herself like folks are looking for every opportunity i think to put a chink in that family's armor absolutely because like beyonce and jay-z exactly so you can say a comment like that that really don't mean nothing but it's like oh Aisha won't niggas like and then yeah. be like, nah, so do, y'all, do y'all just think took that. so just given what y'all know about them, do y'all think she care enough to go back to clear clarify what she meant she or did not? It. what'd she say? I mean she posted something. What'd she say? It's you you want me to read it? <laughs> summarize. I mean, did you already read it already? Like, nah, just summarize. That was a yeah. Nah, I'm saying summarize it. What she like? Did she say something like, "I don't uh, want niggas like that. I'm okay, good." Blah blah here, blah. Just listen. Let's, okay, let's see. I really want to take the time to encourage everyone to speak their truth, regardless of perception, fitting into a mold of offending someone, because it's your truth, and that's okay. If what I'm not afraid to say out loud after being. A 30-year-old mama of three helps another woman like me feel like they're not that they're not alone and not the only one with the insecurity because we all have them, don't play. Then that makes all of this hoopla worth it. If you get a chance to watch the actual real table talk and not the headlines and rumors, please do. There's so much more depth to talk and our family is grateful for Jada, blah, blah, blah. Women, as women, let's continue to uplift, empower, and not suppress and compress our feelings and thoughts as fleeting as some of them may be love you all go find your joy and speak your truth unapologetically we didn't done a lot of reading on this show so far <laughs> <laughs> hey, but let's not forget though uh jada said that she's felt the same way too yeah like, it's, so it's, it's, it's not thing. like you her. can't be in a relationship when when both of you guys are famous or even if you're not famous and you're famous and if somebody's getting so much love and so much attention it's just like am i invisible you don't see me here like mm-hmm. you don't get that yeah i get it it's cool <laughs> He yeah he. <laughs> cool. I'm like all right. He, he putting all that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I think it's. I think it's probably more common uh, than we think, right? Especially it, when you've been it, with somebody. It kind of remind long. me of like groups. Once that main superstar get the attention, everybody else start tripping. I don't that's when they want to shine and. Bro, that's the first thing that I thought about. I don't even think it's groups, bro. I think between. A typical married couple who've been together for twenty plus years. Oh, yeah, that's what I, I feel like too. the wife can or and or the husband, they both get to a place where they like, I know my I know my partner love me. I know my partner find me sexy. It'd be nice to know that somebody other than my partner finds me sexy too. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's really Everybody what she's wants to be want- saying. It's just that they're on a, a grander scale. But yeah. I mean, you you like it when somebody be like Priest D. Oh my God. Look, hey, wait, Are you he, kidding me? He just put on Instagram today that he lost four Man. pounds. Like Man, eight, yeah. eight pounds, you know what I'm saying? Hold it so, down. So come on now. You know. You definitely know. All right, I can dig it. I'm with y'all. Anyway. Pick them. <laughs> what y'all think about this whole uh, Fifty Cent and Tierra Marie? I don't know. She was on Breakfast Club. I I, know, I ain't I got to, to see the interview. 
interview yet. But what's the deal? What's going on with them? Is this the one where he's he the dude? Well, her ex-boyfriend. Uh-oh. You, uh-oh. You know what's up? Hello. Come on. Talk to <laughs> Yo, us. Yo, can we just say 50? 50 is the one. Yeah, he don't mess with no, 50. Hey, so he petty. petty as hell. Yo. Petty I mean, like, okay, so sidetrack. When he, when he posted the picture of, y'all remember Beauty and the Beast, the TV show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember how Beast looked? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he did side by side with Wendy Williams and the Beast, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he be going any chance he can. Hey, he go in on Because hey, she out. tried to go in on She him goes now. in. Hey, time out. Did you work for Def Jam or something like that? Um, for a minute. Yeah, I know I wasn't tripping. I was like, I remember you. What, what was you doing for Def Jam? I worked for Def Jam. I worked for Sony. And then I uh, managed oh, Chris Brown. Oh, shit. Now that you say it. Never mind. What? <laughs> is it, bro, it's just. It's just All coming back to you now. No, it's like, not. Like the it's not. It's not. <laughs> when you said Def Jam, and I'm looking at her, and I'm looking at her smile, immediately Sanaa Lathan popped into my head and Brown Sugar. <laughs> Tiffany, why you look like that? I was trying to see it. Oh, yeah, that's why I was like, like don't laugh at me. So I, like, I, I do hear that. Have one. you heard that before? I do. Come on now. She okay. got the snarlate, the look, and the and the hip hop. You know what I mean? Because she worked. Y- y'all feel me? Okay. Okay. Whatever, <laughs> man. But yeah, no. Fifty. Fifty released the video. Well, he reposted the video. Mm-hmm. And she was pissed off, so she decided she was gonna sue him. But of all people, why would you sue Fifty? Whitney be all. Is that her name? No, Whitney. Whitney. No, <laughs> Wendy. No, Wendy. No. Who are you talking no, about? We're talking hey, about Tierra Marie. He left. <laughs> I thought we were Wendy Williams. Because he he's watching this game. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Game. Look, look. I see we your phone, dog. Like everybody's seen it. Hey, that's hey. what she was talking about. Dude, see up, you see how off you is? No, I'm on it. She said Wendy Williams. Well, and I then brought we up, left. I brought that. Wendy up because Fifty like and murdered her. And then we talked about Tina Marie, Tia Marie. Okay, Tia Marie. Tierra, Tierra Marie. Marie. <laughs> My bad, Tierra Marie. Her ex boyfriend or somebody. Her ex boyfriend videotaped their and them having it, sex. Right. He released it. Fifty got it and yeah. reposted. What it. is that called? Uh, when you do that. Uh, porn revenge or yeah something something like that, something yeah, like revenge, that. Porn. revenge porn and she sued 50 and then she lost and now she owe him money and boy i tell you he's been asking for it really and she made a song about it talking about i ain't got it, yeah, I ain't got it. <laughs> he's like run me that money because yeah, like, he actually had to go to friend. court yeah oh, i ain't mad at him i just know about the 50 from yeah, the white dude funny. that called him 50 what, instead what of 50. I've seen that. That was, it was funny. Some white dude, some white dude that owed him money <laughs> called him 50 instead of 50. So he made the 50 shirts and then told dude, like, I'm going to keep trolling you until I get my money. Dang. And dude gave him his money. <laughs> he be and time he, for everybody. He be the mo- he's like the most, he's like almost as petty as that one basketball player that was married to uh, Gloria's sister. What's her name? Ar- is Arnez, what's his name? Mm. Ron Artest? No. No, not Ron Artest. Bro, so you man, guys know chill. Gloria, right? Gloria. Stefani. No, Gloria, who's with Derek Fisher right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Her sister, Laura. Uh, the Yo, one that was dealing Gilbert, with oh, Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. He's hella petty, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. On this petty. online thing, he's hella petty. He so do you guys feel like people in. should have like friends telling them, like, Hey, let's not do that. Like, come on, chill. You've taken it too far. 
nah, or it don't if matter. You, if you petty like that, that you need to start that overnight. You don't care. You, you yeah, yeah, like that. Don't yeah, like And if you know have money, you, yeah, people just keep going. People know like, yo, like don't go there with him because you know he ain't gonna stop. When like, I um, lived in DC, when I lived in DC, I used to work at this bar that was around the corner from. Uh, well, then it was MCI Center, right? Mm-hmm. Gilbert. <laughs> He uh, had like a, um, what do they call it? Like when they come around do the tickets, he had the security, the ticket security people come mm-hmm. and go to every one of his teammates' car and put b- pink slips on them so they all got boots <laughs> during the Dang. game. Wow. I mean. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> they were like legit pink slips. <laughs> wow. And they had, all their cars were on flatbeds. <laughs> God, oh, that's cold. Hey, you, you know what I want to know, man? I know you got some interesting stories. I need to know why. Why do I feel like I told you this in the test? But why do I feel like we went to school together? We went to ele- junior high, right? Valeo Junior. You went to Valeo Junior, right? Okay, mm-hmm. at seventh through ninth. Oh, I went to Valeo Junior too. She don't remember you. She <laughs> remember. She remember. Ejoma. She, remember she don't remember you. Jumpy <laughs> 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 Daddy riding in the caddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah then i left and um i went to benicia okay why you go to benicia kick it with the white folks you graduated from benicia <laughs> what year did what uh, tell me uh, about that why oh, <laughs> was that oh, a culture shock no going to benicia yeah <laughs> i don't think going to benicia from vallejo is a culture shock Man, just well, plus i was in a gate program at Vallejo. oh so you was already <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> hey, he was already she ready. Was already nowhere near us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I brought up my report card. I was so ashamed. I was like, oh my God. God, dog. Like, man, like 1.8, the whole thing. I was like, how did I graduate? Really sad. But um, I was far from gate. So how did how did you end up going? That's um, an understatement. How did you end up going to Benicia? Why is it so cold? Because um, he didn't turn down. The- <laughs> well, I went. To, I actually went to Hogan for one year, uh-huh. and oh, okay. Um, so you were my cousin HB. Um, DC. Especially going from Hogan to Benicia is not mm. a big. Um, well, they just have any more classes for me to take, to be honest. You That's out, you done out Are you serious? School. Like you was just like, I gotta go to a school that got classes. Yeah, because I think uh, maybe in uh, eighth grade I started going to UC Berkeley like on Saturdays and then on some in summertime. So, so you just got that natural smart. Wow, no wonder you have done all these amazing things. <laughs> That's what I said. I, I'm hella interested. Like, just tell me your timeline. Sure you like, straight Valeo, up. Like, like, my like, timeline. Like, like th- okay. This is, at, this the, at the high school, mm-hmm. you, where you I were going to... I went to Howard. You were going to... Oh. Okay. And I'm taking my hey, son. Hey, do, do you know... Uh, I'm taking my son. I have so many questions now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so I went I'm to taking Howard. my son to a Howard trip uh, next year. For his year. 13th birthday. Oh, no. For his 13th birthday. That's where we want him to go. Do you still believe... HBCUs is the way to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually have uh, both experiences. I went to Stanford as well. And <laughs> wait, what? wait a minute. I told you. What? <laughs> Hold up. I told you. Where man, did man, that back to me? <laughs> Huh? Uh-oh. I just dropped hey, that like She went to Berkeley. Howard. No, wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Smash. Hold on. Smash. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Smash. We got Are someone who doctor? went to better schools. Let's not say smarter. Let's get it straight. Come on. Don't, don't forget who the creme de la creme. Let's Come not forget now, who doctor. the best familiar. Calm we, down. Hey, we got a scientist in the room. 
I know you heard her drop that. We don't have a scientist. Hold on. Right? Come on now. What's your degree in? Biology and chemistry. No, oh, man. It's interview over, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired of this interview already. Because you in here hey, trying to, you hey, know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, big words hey, too. Hey, and you were bossing up on them like you unprofessional nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I came here on time, nigga. You ain't set up. No, Wasting my it, time. Man. I didn't draw down here I feel for like an y'all hour. need to vet our guests better. You know that what I'm saying? Like heck of funny. Y'all need to hey, vet. Look. Y'all didn't brought. You I know love what I'm saying? Hey, look. Now nah, I've been following her for a long time and just like just seeing her in a hella different stuff. That's what I'm like. Yo, I. I thought y'all went to school together. We did, but I, I feel mean, like, like high school and stuff. I thought I did. I no, thought, but you know what's crazy? Everybody thinks I went to Vallejo High. I was like, mm. did, I, I, that's why I said, didn't we graduate together? She was like, no. Not only did you like, not graduate together, but you like, graduated a few years before her. Oh, my. She graduated oh one. And I listened. So, yes. <laughs> Yes, because once she said oh, one, I was like, our paths have never crossed in life. <laughs> so why you got a familiar face? Why you got a familiar face? I'm, I'm blaming it like on Sanaa. That's what this I'm blaming the familiarity crazy. on. That is so... Well, nah, I've been like, looking at you since Love and Basketball. I've been a fan, you know what I'm saying? Nice to meet you. you. Get that Somebody got a crush. I used but, um, to. Mm. But um, like I was saying, like I've seen yeah. her in so many Wait, different... Wait, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> 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 No. Come on, man. Hey, be no. professional. Hey, look. No. I'm just Let's trying to sneak that, sneak that in a little low. Thinking I'm watching the game. Come on, man. Hey, chill, chill. Hey, look. Chill, 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 hey, look. chill, chill. I seen her in. We I, I seen man. her hands in so many different things, and I'm like, man, she gotta have an interesting story from the yarn to like. I remember seeing her in Def Jam. And I remember seeing her around hell of stuff. I'm like, all right. I need to know what's going on, man. That's why I say I need a timeline. I need a timeline, and I'm gonna interrupt you every time. So just let's get into it. So we so we went from Howard. You oh, no, dropped so, that bomb, but st- go back to Howard. Go, go and back. Then go go back there. to where you start doing all this gay stuff. Like you know what I mean. So like that's too far back. No, no, I need to know, too far man. Back. Do you see that? Uh, yeah. I'm, man, wow. if you don't pause that, please. I'm sorry, but they're down by one point. Man, nah, pause that, no, no, please. No, no, they up by one point. I'm pause talking it. about... Uh, pause it. Hey, y'all rule. All right, all right Come go on. ahead. Um, so, went to Howard. Uh, no, but you said you were going to Berkeley? Why you was going, Berkeley in, why you was in going high school? She was in high the school? sixth grade. Uh-huh. So, so, so how, <laughs> <laughs> how did that work out? Like, how did you it's end a, up... Um, it's a program called Early Academic Outreach Program. And how did you get into that? Yeah, smart. You're parents. smart. Okay, we gonna be a smart. Okay, it so. was somebody in the community there. You like, got a oh, mama you know. and a daddy, huh? <laughs> I do. <laughs> 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 you got a mama and a daddy, huh? <laughs> but you know, like I would say, like I'm a Vallejo kid. My entire family was raised in Vallejo. Mm-hmm. I mean, they came from different places, but my dad is the youngest of thirteen. So wow. people know, like my uncles, and you know, I had three aunts who taught in Vallejo Unified School District. They're math teachers and English teachers. So, like, <clears throat> and then being the youngest of uh, three, I have two older brothers. Like. I was. I think I was the one that was just like, even if I tried to go to like a party and be out, and be like, "What you doing out?" Like right. some of my brother's friends would be like, "What you doing out?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, "Okay." Because you know, so Vallejo, like, everybody know everybody. Yeah, and like I remember, like there were times where I'll be at a party, like get in the car, I'm going home. So it just, 
I think the decision was kind of made for me. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of leads up to the work that I'm doing now. But, you know, I went to Howard, like I said, and during that time I was pre-med. Um, and while on campus, I was introduced to so many dope things because I think the culture shock was not going to school with all black people or being in that kind of scenario. But it was a matter of I felt like it was the first time I was like in school with everybody who's a unicorn at their school. Mm. Like being black, being, you know, top of your class, being okay with being smart. It felt like everybody I went to school with at Howard was that. Mm. So to answer your question about how it feels about like going to HBCU, when you hear that part and then you know like the historical facts that go with that, of understanding like the people who are our ancestors are the ones who kind of like laid the foundation for the shoulders we're standing on now, that is what kind of intensifies the experience because it's like it forces you to be in a mindset of like, I'm great, but this school was built by other great people and I get to be a part of it. Other people right, that look right. like me. <clears throat> other people that look like me. And, and you know, one <clears throat> of the other reasons why I chose to go to Howard was a different world. Mm-hmm. Because oh, um, I did get into. You don't like that show. I think that <laughs> show was amazing. I love that show. I got into a lot of schools, but Howard was my focus. What I'm sure you got into. What schools did you Every get school into? she applied to. Man, why y'all want to ask? That has no bearing on the interview. Don't answer that question. Every school she applied to, she got into. She got into Howard. We don't need to know what your whole list was. Give me your top three. Stanford was one of them, which is why I ended up going back. But one of my reasons of even going to Stanford while I was at Howard um, was that my cousin played ba- basketball, mm. um, and I wanted to go to a D1 school and watch basketball games. Damn. <clears throat> you have a scholarship? To which one? To any of them? Which? <laughs> it was me. So I, did, I got scholarships at other colleges, but not Howard. But okay. I was able to work and um, get scholarships when I got there. Okay. Okay. So it kind of worked out. Mm. Um, but yeah, so Stanford was cool too. Like um, my partner that I, I run a business with, our branding company, we met at at, um, at Stanford. Mm-hmm. It was during the time that Issa Rae and Jadena were there. So it was like a good core group of people. Um, great experience. That's actually the reason why I actually got into the music industry. For real? To who? Jadena? <clears throat> I was sitting on campus and this, this guy walks up and um, I was listening to music on, mm-hmm. on a grass studying and he just like kind of was standing in my shadow and I kind of like looked up as this white guy and he's like, oh yeah, I noticed you like music. And I've always been taught to be polite. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, I actually love music. And he's just like, well, what do you think about, you know, a job where you just get to listen to music and you get paid really great for it? And I was like, that sounds like something sounds I'll be good. into. So just a random white dude. Yeah, he was trying to. Get I was wearing girls. these uh, Sony headphones, and it turned out he worked for Sony. Dang. And oh, I started okay. working for Sony at um, at Howard. I mean, at Stanford, and it just kind of changed <laughs> changed things because I was. What were you doing for? Sony? Wait, so did you go to Howard <laughs> and then transfer into Stanford? So what I did, I did a dual program. <laughs> <laughs> I love every minute of this. Why y'all find this so funny? No, no, I'm just, I'm just, hey, it's, it's more shocking than shocking. Like, God, dog, like, yeah, when you think you shocked, she drop another bomb, like, just nuke a nigga, like, five. Actually, them both at the same time. Yeah. Well, it's just because it's so dope to me, at, man. Um, I love hearing this type of Berkeley, stuff. Berkeley, during high school, I was able to carry credits into college. And so when I started college, I ended up finishing my degree in two years. Okay. And so I entered like the MD PhD program and I was going to go into medical school. But so I finished undergrad in two years and 
I was supposed to go into medical school after that, but I like change your mind. Decide to go a different. So way. you did two years at Howard, decided not to get your MD PhD, and, and then Stanford. came to Stanford to mm-hmm. get another degree. Degree. And then I went back to Howard to go walk with my friends. Oh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. And I worked. <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all allow me the games? You know what I mean? And so I was able to start a science career during that time because I was like, well, okay, what am I going to do? I know I need to make money. What what kind of doctor were you planning on being? A cardiologist. The hell is that? Heart, oh my gosh, okay, Brandon. go ahead. Come on now. Go ahead. I thought that's what it was, but I didn't want to be like, you should just heart? stayed with no. that. You know, you'd be like, that's a heart doctor, right? They'd be like, no, it is you a foot doctor. Later. Yeah. Like, Tim, yeah. what's the, uh, yeah. text on. you on the side? I got yeah. y'all. And I would have been like, Dr. Burke okay. from Grey's Anatomy. There you go. All yeah. Right. And so I, I did an internship at a hospital and I just. Weren't feeling it? Um,. There were doctors, they were losing like patients like this one week. They lost like three patients back to back. And the conversation, I just didn't like how, I didn't like how the rapport was with the family after that. Mm. They just kind of walked in and like, oh, well, we did everything we can do. Then they're just like, you want to go have, you want to go go have lunch? (laughs) And it was like, whoa. And it was like, that's a trip, but like, I kind of get it though. Like you can't take that home. If you bring that into your soul. Mm -hmm. That will tear you up because you're going to lose patience. Right. That's just part of the job for sure. There's going to be some good days and bad days. But to hold all that yeah. and like you can't go in there and cry and be like, <laughs> I did everything I could. Like cause I, that will make me feel some kind of way. My doctor crying? Like are you even capable of even doing the job? Like, what right. are you crying for? So I yeah. feel like you have to kind of be like that because if you can't, you'll be in the state of depression all the time. Yep. <clears throat> what so, were your two majors? Biology. Yeah. How? Okay. So you did biology at he's Howard. He's nervous because and Kim, they're probably smarter than him. And so first, he's first like, of all, <laughs> acting questions. First of all, no. you got him feeling like first me of all, you got him. No, you got, you him, got him doing like, Aisha Curry. Don't believe, don't believe, don't believe that. Right. <laughs> don't believe the hype. Don't Let's see how Doc do around somebody up. smarter than him. Come on. You know what? Hey, hey, hey now you usually the smartest dude in the room. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. It's good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling I feel this. like this is payback for nah, the phone hey, conversation. No, it's not. But I kept well, saying okay, he was no, a pretty face. Oh. Hey, I just, I'm just feeling her vibe. Man. I am so, too. This is so dope to me. That's right. Feel her vibe. I'm just asking the question. Like she's trumping your story. So to answer your question. My um, <laughs> at Howard it was biology with a math minor, and then I went to Stanford because I found out that I was just a few credits away from finishing chemistry, and so I finished chemistry at Stanford. They're on a quarter system, so I got to finish the degree that I it took two years to finish in just a few months. Wow! Damn. So you changed your mind about being a doctor? Yeah. So when I went back to Howard, I ended up getting a job at NIH, which is National Institute of Health. Um, and they gave me a lab and I was like, for real, this is going to be dope. <laughs> so I went back to school and I just basically went in class and I hired my friends and we worked, <laughs> <laughs> we worked the summer together and it was cool. Cause we was on, you know, this dope like campus as far as like NIH go institution. And it was just, we got to do whatever we wanted to do. And we were running like uh, summer programs for uh, kids. That's dope. And so <clears throat> we got to do anything that pretty much I wanted to do it. So wow. it was cool. Um, and during that time, like I got an opportunity again to kind of like just reflect, mm-hmm. um, kind of like similar to what I was saying at the hospital, just looking at the doctors. And um, 
I ended up working my way to what I felt like was my height that I can get to into into that building itself mm-hmm. um, within like two two and a half years. And so uh-huh. I started looking around. Here I am, the youngest, only black girl in the department. And there's all these scientists who, I mean, for lack of a better like term, I, I was really gonna literally have to wait for them to die to be mm, able to, to be able to get in that position because yeah. they weren't retiring, they weren't going in nowhere. Yeah, they, they locked you in. know they're locked into the work, and yeah. probably if they would retire, they probably would die anyway because that's their life work. Uh-huh. And so um, during that during that during my time at Howard, it's actually when I started my my fashion line uh-huh. freshman year because. <laughs> You know, everybody knows Howard Homecoming is like it. Right. And I wanted to be a part of it <laughs> more than just being at school. And so um, I started crocheting um, around age 12. And I was talking to one of my homegirls at school. And she was just like, well, why don't you make bathing suits? I was like, that's a good idea. I'm going to make bathing suits for the uh, for the fashion show. And so it ended up being a big fashion show. And like right off, like after the show, I started getting calls from all these magazines. Wow. I worked with um, Erica Badu and like all these different people. I was like just doing these shoots and I got <coughs> excited about that part. So mm-hmm. even already in my mind, before I even left to go to Stanford, I was like already like, okay, it's that fun seat. over here. And so um, knowing that I was at the science lab, it kind of opens up some more space for me. And it was like a really I felt like it was a really good time because I'm working as a scientist. So I'm making like really, really great money. Then I was working with the kids and I'm like, you know, I fell in love with working with them. So I went to go teach at a school. And then for like the, the social hour, I bartend at the club that I was just saying. Mm-hmm. So like I was doing all three jobs at the same time, bringing dope, crazy money in. And I was just like, man, sky's the limit. Let me see what else I can do. And so that's when I started like going to New York to see how I can get a part of like some of the fashion shows. So I did Rip the Runway and a few other things were just coming. Like I literally I'll be on a train and I'll meet people and end up working with them later. Wow. Damn. And so um, we all know that in New York, there's like a lot of below connections, just, you know, industry wise or even just Bay Area, like Ebro's mm-hmm. from right. SAC. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I. Uh, my goal was to get my clothing on artists. So I used to kind of like kick it around the studios and kick it around like just the record labels. The opportunity. And it was just like opening up, opening uh, up. How did you get in there to even be able to kick it in the studios? You go, I mean, you go, like, because New York is a different space. Uh-huh. You go to the top party, you're going to meet everybody you need to be with. And then okay. as far as like the industry goes, the industry is real, real tight knit. So once you meet a few people, you, you in there. And it was easy for me because I wasn't selling music. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I was just selling my presence. <clears throat> and so it, selling my presence. Right. Yeah, I'm like, you got so much game. I like that. <laughs> so, so, when she said that, presence. that's why I was like, God, that's hard. <laughs> so that ended up fast forward. Hashtag. <laughs> selling my presence. Um, I opened I'm up a store that. in DC and I was doing the fashion shows in New York and mm-hmm. then I ended up locking in and landed a job in the industry had a choice to move to LA or move to Japan, move to Japan to do fashion or go to LA to do music. Wow. Um, I didn't go to Japan. This is you something should've. like, I know something I think about all the time, but I'm about to work. I'm, I'm working. I'm going to make it happen now. But, um, so moved to LA was working with Chris Brown. What you were doing for Chris? I was working on manage. Well, I worked with Jamie Foxx first. Mm-hmm. So Jamie Foxx, which is cool. Cause I was able to kind of like plug a few people like, yeah. Uh, Derek and G when they yeah, first came cousins. down there, yeah. um, I gave them their like one of their first opportunities to be on Foxhole. Oh, that's hard. Um, 
And like G when he first came, he was like, yo, can we be on the show? And I was like, yeah, I got you. I was like programming. So it was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, let's do it. Um, so yeah, that was cool. And that was just like my real, like first official job in the industry. So for Jamie Foxx, I did the publishing stuff and I had an opportunity to like create, um, we took the Fox whole, uh, Fox, so the show, like the series Fox show, mm-hmm. um, and, and made it into a live show. Um, and so I was like booking all the talent for that. And it was like really, really good. Um, made some dope connections because it is Jamie Foxx. And right. It was like his. I was working right. with him during the Blame It on the Alcohol right, um, like era. Oh, that's when he was Ooh, like. Oh, that's really hard. So it was too. Liddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And so then I ended up, after leaving there, I started working with Chris. And so I worked on Look At Me Now and No BS. I did the Fame and Fortune album. Um, what were you doing with the fans. albums? Like what? Like I know you say in management, but what do managers mm-hmm. actually do? Like you just everything, everything. For well, Chris, like, I was part of like examples. really like the day to day stuff. Okay. So it's like anything like from setting up sessions to finding music, mm-hmm. finding talent. Um, I mean everything. Okay. Just imagine like your day, you know, outside of you putting on your shoes. Right, mm-hmm. you know, just, just to make around, sure, making sure is that like, everything is tight for him, like mm-hmm. before he get there, make sure it's set up. Okay. Just saying. Were you thinking that? Yeah. I'm the manager. You his manager, yeah. You his manager. Yeah, I know you refer to me as your secretary. It's all the same. Right. Yeah, so those are both really, really great times because, I mean, even just the songs that I mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. being a part of that process and being a cre- being a creative part and just building all the relationships I had, like, and have currently is... That's pretty nice. And so... What made you get out the music business? Are you still in it? I am, I'm still in. For real? What you um, doing what now with it? So before I'm... Well, before I jumped um, all the way to come back to the Bay, um, I opened up a recording studio and I was basically... <laughs> What? Why y'all keep laughing, man? It's so dope. Like, like I said, you keep just nuking me. I opened up a I recording no studio. I have no clue. Like, saying, like, I, I sit, I'm just, I'm impressed. Like I, I like it's I said, I seen you do. Like I, I remember highlights. Like, like I mean, not to jump all over the place. Like your knitting thing. Mm-hmm. Like, because we like, don't get back on that. That's yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like, part. like your knitting thing, I'm like, this is dope. Like, like I seen like you knitting and I mean, if the, I had the bikinis daddy, and everything. If I had a daddy, I, I seen your fashion line, and <laughs> uh-huh. I'm and I was telling my wife like, this is so dope. And she yeah. from Vallejo, and I know her. I graduated with her. Like you know what I'm saying, <laughs> <Just completely> made <laughs> that up. I made up a whole story, <laughs> and I'm like, I wanted to come over here and talk about her fashion line and how dope it is, and I'm just mind blown about how I just everything you've been through so that's Thank dope you. i just wanted to just throw that out there keep going well thanks I'm, I'm like so like just like in it like let's I go i mean but you know honestly like you know there so you should know like with it being a lot of things going on it, it took a lot of work a lot of hustle and that story to go with it but the reason why i ended up moving back to Vallejo is because my father got sick okay, mm. okay. and so i was here like i was on, wondering why you came back <laughs> everybody always asked me and they're like you you went Vallejo? I mean, yeah. I knew why you came back. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know your daddy was sick, but, you know. Then how you know? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Brother, <don't>... yeah, okay, <laughs> all right. You all got right. him real flustered tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Stay off my line, so my man. father's been uh, caustic, and so it was like no question for me to move back. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
while here, I've actually had an opportunity to kind of like just a um, fall back on what something I said earlier regarding building a brand and building business. Like the thing about it is that I know I'm very highly capable of making money because I've always done it, right? And so now it's a matter of like strategically doing so and not working so hard and being able to walk away from something you build mm. because that's what the big guys are doing, right? And so um, it kind of brought me back to my foundation, which is crocheting. Mm -hmm. And even just throwing out the process of my father actually being sick, crocheting, who would have knew that when I started crocheting at 12 that this would be like my right. saving grace. This is what's been my therapy. Mm. Me taking yarn and Create really dope things. Creator. Allows, you're obviously a creative. That's person. what I was, I was so no matter what say. you're doing, you're gonna be creating. Mm -hmm. And it kind of way or shape or form, right? And it kind of allows me to take that science base that I have um, and put them together mm -hmm. because I've always been trying to figure out how I'm gonna do both because people have always told me I couldn't. You're like, oh, you can be a doctor and have a fashion line, but why? Mm -hmm. You can't be a, a, a mogul and do this, but why? But that's going off of whose definition. Uh -huh. And so um, just looking at the science factor, um, I did a, a, a whole lot of research to understand why um, I've been able to get through things and be strong throughout it. Because I'm a daddy's girl. Like, this should have killed me. Because uh -huh. like, you, if you look at the list of, like, things that you're most afraid of, like, everything, all of those things have happened now. Uh -huh. And it's just like, and I'm still here now, what? That just meant that I was sh shooting not high enough, shooting too low, and I didn't give myself a chance to, to be great, right? Mm -hmm. And so now, um, with yarn movement, that's what yarn movement is. It's all about being on the move because when I'm talking about my story, it's about being here, 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 all over the place. Yeah. Nothing like really has like any kind of sense, but it makes sense for me, mm -hmm. right? And so um, that's when I made a decision I'm gonna fall all the way back into crocheting and do my fashion line. And so um, maybe about two years ago, um, within that, it, it ho it's a whole lot of travel for me because that's been my way of like getting away and thinking about things. So I do a whole lot of traveling because that's what I like to do. And so um, I have been trying to get to Africa. Yeah. And everybody I talk to, like all my friends who are from there, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go in December for Christmas. We're going to do this. And I just like I got kind of sick of waiting around. So you did yourself. And I went on like Google flights mm -hmm. and I just looked at the map because they do, you know, like a calendar. Right. And I wait, saw wait, that. Where you go? Tell us where you went. <laughs> I went to Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she did. The only part that he yes, really listened did. to. <laughs> <laughs> but it was during my time there. It was like going to be a proof of concept for me that I can travel and. You went by yourself? I went by myself. Dang. Wow. Oh, you a you savage. And, and really, like, it was, a, again, one of those things, like, maybe I told myself once or twice that I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, nah, you're going to do this, girl, no matter what people say. And so I ended up just connecting with people online, people I don't know, but, you know, I just kind of prayed about it and left. And Damn. I brought a bunch of, like, colorful yarn with me, and I would find, like, groups of kids, and I would, like, especially make them, like, girls. So, mm -hmm. what, what? I mean... I want to rewind a little bit. What was your plan on going to Africa? Just to visit and kick it? No. So I wanted to go and just just see what it was. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. um, for myself. Just because I, um, I kind of skipped about around this part. But in college, I did a whole bunch of studying abroad. And one of the places I went was Mexico. And in Mexico, I went to this place called Huatuco. And Huatuco was one of the first slave ports. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the people there look like us. 
And when you look at news or when you look at other people's stories, like nobody knows. But and everybody in people in Mexico like that, like and almost? they speak Swahili. What in Mexico? In Mexico. What? Well, how, how many languages you speak? Um, I don't know, but you sent something to me the other day <laughs> that I didn't even want to respond back because it was a, just a collection of letters that I recognized, but I didn't recognize the order that they was in. Oh yeah, because. Yeah, it was supposed to be your language. First of all, okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet. How many, how many but, you speak? Um, just just English, really, and Spanish, oh, okay. of course, right. and then French if I have to, but mm. just enough to have conversation, you know. Mm. Spanish, of course, French if I have to. Undo toi. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> what do you mean Spanish? Of course, we supposed I, to know Spanish. I know, I know French. Well, no, just because I said I said it in Rodney. Yeah. <laughs> Undo toi. But but my point with that no, was that. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Undo toi. Undo toi, cat. See? No me gusta. One, two, three. No me gusta. Go ahead. <laughs> but it no was just, say. It was just seeing, seeing us in different places yeah. and just trying to like map that out and so I was like man I need to go to Africa and so while there I was you know working with little girls and it turned out it, it was something good because I couldn't find colorful yarn there the yarn that I would see was mostly stuff that they'll put in their hair mm-hmm. and I was like wow this is great because at that point I started really feeling like traveling was giving me this hollow feeling mm. especially like when you travel and you really get to see like real poverty and when you see those people are like look like us mm-hmm. It's just like, wow, I got to do something about this because I'm spending money to come here. Mm -hmm. I I should be able to drop something to help them. And so last year. um, That's your Oprah. (laughs) So last year I went to Morocco (laughs) and I taught my crochet class to a group of 30 girls. It was amazing. Um, So so you set up classes prior to go out there. And like, how did you even just reaching out to people and like, yo, I want to set up a class, get some people there and I'm going to. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I partnered with um, this this organization called uh, Project Soar. Mm-hmm. So Project Soar is created for girls to keep them in school because if they don't stay in school, they become child brides or you know mm-hmm. other stuff. And so um, I created the workshop. It's called Believe in What You Dream, mm-hmm. and I teach them how to journal. Um, and it's really just like my journey that I put into you know like these workshops and. It worked out, and, and like those girls are still like crocheting. We keep in contact through WhatsApp and Facebook, and so this year, um, I'm going to Tanzania, and it's going to be 300 girls. Wow! And this will be the first time that I have an opportunity to really address the real issues that I've gotten to see, which are personal care, hygiene, and energy. You know, like these girls from the class last year, I got them all hyped up. They go home, they don't have no lights. Yeah. Mm. then it's just like they start their cycle and like i mean while i was there i started i brought like some with me but i wanted right. to have like extra on the side i couldn't find anything yeah. and i'm talking so, to them i'm like so what do you do i was just gonna yeah, ask you like do? what do they do man these girls told me they use pieces of rugs clothing newspaper well, i never even thought about that mud 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 oh, mud damn. Wow. And so then you think about, okay, now the sanitary yes. issues, like now you, how you, how do you clean a rug? Right. Yeah. And you putting that on your body, like that's the clean mud. <laughs> it's like, 
I never even thought about so that. So it's, it's that piece. And so this year I partnered with not one but two solar energy companies. So one, they're providing. I'm getting um, solar lamps for all the girls. Oh, okay. And so they're going to be able to take them home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other solar energy uh, company, they're going to be installing solar panels inside the schools in birthing centers. So what, 10 what, schools and five birthing centers. What part of um, Africa is Akon? hooking up the lights with like Ghana. How, how far is that from where you where you at well that's in ghana so that's west africa i'm going to east africa okay um so it's it's far because africa is huge, huge. Yeah. yeah 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 i is. just i just know like everybody talking about like how you putting <clears throat> out lights in there and how mm-hmm. big that is in the project and i just didn't know how far it reached yeah i mean because even when i was in nigeria like we can be sitting like how we doing right now mm-hmm. and lights will go out power be out for like hours Dang. And so if you just so happen not to be that family who can afford the kerosene to run your generator, you out. You just out. And it's hot. Yeah. That that right there was what I felt like I went to Africa for. I needed to feel that. So I feel like the work that I'm doing from this point on is the reparations that we've been begging for for years. Like, them are people, you know? And so going to do this work, I'm going into the Maasai community. Maasai are nomadic, so they don't have lights. But they do want their kids to, you know, learn. And so I'm bringing sanitary napkins mm-hmm. for all 300 girls. We're going to do the workshop and they're going to have lights. That's really amazing. That's dope. So how do you fund all this? I'm fundraising. I'm glad you asked. Anyone who's <laughs> listening. <laughs> you too can sponsor one of these 300 girls for $50. That's and you it. can do so by going to donate.yarnmovement.com. Donate.yarnmovement.com. We got to make sure we add that. Yes. $50, and that gives the girl a lamp and some. So it's going to get her the full kit I'm calling the Dream Girl Kit. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be all the materials that are needed for the workshop. So they get the yarn, the scissors, the hook, a journal. um, And then they'll get the sanitary napkins, a a supply of sanitary napkins. I was going to say, like. Underwear. (laughs) It's going to get one? (laughs) Yeah, like they get a (laughs) month. Like, like. (laughs) Underwear and solar lamps. But um, while there, I've had meetings set up with government. So I'm going to meet with the um, the district executive of each place that I go, along with the education um, ministers and things like that, because this is a real problem. Yeah. Beca- because on the, the, the other side of it is that girls, when they start their period, especially in that area, they don't have anything. Hmm. What and do so they, they do go day to, to day. Are they just kicking it? Like, like, do they go to school? They go or? to school, but if they start their cycle, they don't go. Okay. For as long as they're on it, because they're getting made fun of. I mean, all the other yeah, stuff yeah, that yeah. goes with it goes with it, yeah. right? Right. And then, and and then, in the worst cases of like just reports that I've been reading is that girls are exchanging. They're doing transactional sex so they can buy pads. Oh, that's sad. Damn, so the poverty the things is it, that we take for is granted. it levels of poverty like even oh, yeah. within the poverty like you know what I mean so like, the level the levels that you see mm-hmm. is that you're wealthy or you're in po- like your poverty that's it but I'm saying but even within the poverty that you're going to mm-hmm. is levels in that right right because like, some people got certain jobs that can't get the pads or just have transportation to get what they need to come back but they still within that village right right I mean because we're talking about it's not just one area yeah, we're I know talking that. about the whole thing so you have to look at the different levels of classes as well so like you're a family you have two sons and a daughter mm-hmm. you have to buy bread milk and a chicken right you're not gonna 
forego a bread or your milk for some pads for some bad pads mm. it's not gonna happen and the mama like i had to do it yeah because the mama's going through the same thing mm-hmm. right right just that that's, culture. Yeah, that's, that's real talk man i don't know if i can go i'll I, I be broke like i i mean like i, I get why you why you doing what you're doing but it sometimes feel like it's just not enough for you huh Well, I'm I'm not necessarily married to that portion of it. Mm -hmm. I'm more so like, this is what needs to be done. Like, let's fix it. Because Mm -hmm. the other thing that happens is that there's a lot of white organizations. We can say that. Who go, who raise great money and they go. We say white stuff like that on here. And they um, they do great work. But one of the things, like, for instance, the solar company that I'm working with, they found is that they went to go put solar panels into the school turned out the solar panel was already in the school just didn't have a battery right, mm. right. and so it was like the solar panel itself lasts for five years so they had lights for five years and now since they don't have a battery Ain't got no and light. nobody followed up and then the government like we're talking about a, a battery that goes into a car you could have bought that right easy Damn. right but that's the only thing that was stopping them from having lights just yeah. so the company they put it in the battery and they were able to put like you know, um, a panel somewhere else or like even in, in the birthing centers. Like, so everybody got phones. Phones are not the problem. What? It's charging them. Mm. Uh, right. Okay. And so you go in a birthing center. Cause phones, you can buy a phone anywhere. I mean, like, look here, you got I mean, government but, phones, but they got, but that's, that's one of the things of poverty, right? It's, it's about it's, communication. It's like, you can go into a, a ghetto and see a 70 inch screen TV. Okay. But you know, not be no food in the house. It's like Yeah. Yeah. See excuse me, that part doesn't change. But you know, in the birthing centers, they got doctors who are delivering babies by cell phone light. Damn. Damn. I couldn't do it, man. I can't I'd be crying and like, yo, we gotta do something, Tiff. What you gonna do? But you, you could you, do you it. You think you'd be crying? No, nah, I'm just saying, like, you know how we took nine to Mexico? I'm trying to figure out why he said, Tiff, what you going to do? <laughs> Not what we like. I'm the manager. Just, <laughs> <laughs> if I need you to handle this, man. I need you to make this happen. Like, you know how, how we, we took our son to um, Mexico, like, you know, on a cruise. We mm-hmm. take him, took him to, uh, what's that called? Ensenada. That's not even like. I know. But I'm just saying, we took him to Ensenada. You know, it's poverty over there. And, like, mm-hmm. he was bugging, like, Dad, I need you to get all these kids $100. I'm like, dude. Like, <laughs> Hold on now there, yeah. grasshopper. <laughs> Hold on, man. Chill. Mm-hmm. He like, Dad, we got to do something about this. I'm like, yo. I just... bought some little. little Chickalettes. The little one of things that head moves in the uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, buy all of them. Like, let's just go to the beach. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, I feel it, man. Like, and I'm so I'm, when I see our people, it's like it's just another different type of thing that I I know I'll go through, and I'll mm. probably be in the yeah. same position as you. Like, yeah, because the thing about it is, is just as you said, it's it's something you feel in your soul. Yeah, that's why Oprah built the school. Mm-hmm. So are you going to, uh, by yourself again this year or you got? So this year, so I sit on a board for this organization called Sister City. So Sister City, uh, funny enough, they have a Sister City in Ensenada. So Sister City Vallejo, we have eight Sister Cities, yeah. right? Um, and they're all over. And what we do is basically do work in each city. And mm. so in Tanzania, there's a city called Bagamoyo. And so Bagamoyo is like the equivalent of Sankofa in Ghana, which is where in Bagamoyo is where like the Middle Eastern slave port happened or slave trade happened, right? 
And it's interesting because we don't ever really hear about that story. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always focused on West Africa and like, you know, the triangle. But um, so the, one of the reasons why most of the countries in East Africa speak Muslim is because of that. Mm. And so um, I partnered with them and this is going to be their 25th anniversary of being in Bagamoyo. And so I opened my big mouth and I was like, oh, I want to do a workshop. Cool. Well, how many people? 300. (laughs) 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 And I said 300 because I'm like, I did 30 last year comfortably, you know. And so um, I'm going with them. And then I partnered with the two solar energy companies. One of the solar energy companies is actually one of my classmates from Stanford. And he's from Congo, and that's the work that he's doing. He's doing off-the-grid solar um, solar work. And so I'm going to get lamps from him, and yeah. Do, do you go with a translator, or are you just... No, I've connected with people online. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, this time it's going to be good, because um, with Sister City, we get to travel as international like liaisons. What? So that's why I'm able to sit down with government officials right. and have an official welcome and do do it right in your class you just teach them the foundations of knitting to let their mind go i'm sorry crocheting the fact the um foundations of crocheting and then from there they can expand their mind and go Mm -hmm. wherever they need to go because i I find like even when i'm here and i'm teaching that it's always going to be somebody in the room who knows how to crochet already which is always helpful um but for me crocheting is not just a skill set of crocheting but also is training your mind to think and link your success mm. right i know how to crochet i only know how to make a blanket though or like a scarf don't i know never knew that my grandmother got a fancy with it, it. you should have brought it auntie yeah. Teresa taught me how to crochet that, <laughs> that whole get up like top to bottom like mm. just the sleeves are just the whole the so that's pretty oh, okay. dope though with you oh you got on socks too mm-hmm. they're like little leg warmers Okay, but the the jacket is dope. Like Thank you. Yeah, when I, like I walked that. in and seen that, I was like, "That's an oh. attention getter, huh?" Yeah, I'm like, that's, "I'm here." That's pretty. You feel me? That's nice. This is what I call showtime. Showtime. Okay. <laughs> <right>. She ready? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what's, what's up with your studio? Like you say, you got a studio. A photography life? studio. Oh, photography studio. Because uh-huh. you oh, say so you connected to music, and you said studio. That's why I was like, no, no, that that was before she came. So I'm back. still connected. So this is again like. I'm all about the thinking and linking and making sure all of my stuff can connect. Mm-hmm. And so I have a six uh, studio um, building in Fremont. And so I shoot commercials and we do photo shoots and all kind of stuff in there. And I'm getting ready actually to do a show there. What show are you about to do? Oh, you Two gotta wait until to see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for sure, we can we can set this up, thought, and y'all can have a live I live thought, joint. Yeah, I thought she was gonna put us on live. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you so you have a a a, a six unit studio that is all about like production stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yep. Sure do. So that's how you make your <laughs> cash. I make my cash. Just be a me, don't play. <laughs> hey, hashtag. Know, I mean, hey, just what was the hashtag? Oh, I forgot. I'm going to listen to it and remember again. Oh, just being. No, no. Hold on. Hey, look, you remind me of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to go back there and remember because I got to listen. What's the hashtag? <laughs> I forgot. That's what I said. I'm going to listen to it and then I remember it. But um, You going to listen to what? This episode. I said I forgot the hashtag. But don't we need the hashtag during the episode? Dude, I would get it. Hey, now what? I, just listening to her uh, talk and how she like, I just feel like you, I got I got cousins that's been 
dope dealers and all that junk and they out the game mm-hmm. but that same mentality that they got when they was drug dealers they like i just know how to make money you got that same mentality that my dope dealing cousins got it's, it ain't got nothing to do with dope but i'm just yeah, saying you just, just change your in, commodity yeah just that independent yeah. like entrepreneur like I know how to you make gonna money. You're going to always be straight. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be straight. Don't worry about me. Like, I'm going to have this house. I'm going to have this. Like, they got everything. And it just, listen to you talk. You got that. I just need your help opening up, A, a podcast studio, and B, an incubator out here. That's all I need your help with. An incubator? Like a, a small business incubator. Okay. <laughs> why, why are y'all looking at me? Do you me? have a budget? Huh? You got a budget? I do. Oh, yeah, we can talk. I got $1,000 in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you make money wherever you go. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just need you to make this happen. Come on. You ain't going to waste okay. her time. Okay, slide me that gene. I got that, you. That's like one of them. You ain't going to waste my time, buddy. <laughs> you know what? I, f- I feel so disrespected this whole time. Hey. I don't know why. Because y'all been on me, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it started with It's only because you came late. Yeah, that's it. Check this out. And that was the only reason. Potentially I texted you and told you I was on my way. Potentially. I'm just trying to go on the You told me, text me when you get to this address. Yes. Oh, well, you know, you just ring the doorbell. <laughs> when she texted <laughs> you with. Yeah, when she texted you, I was like, I'll be there in a minute. Just ring the doorbell. Like, <laughs> she rung the doorbell, obviously, and got in the house. Dang. Yes. And I showed up like literally 120 seconds after. Okay. So, man, what else? That's you got anything else popping besides that everything that you didn't told us. So yeah, so when I go back I to, to my um, my intro, I said this is S dot Ladybug. I'm a fly girl, creative mm-hmm. entrepreneur who created international empowerment tour, funded by Custom Crochet Couture. Somebody you want to follow for sure. Mm-hmm. Fly girls is a show that I've created that um, I highlight women in business. Okay. So I've shot 12 episodes. I've released two so far, and I'm getting ready to re- release two more. Mm-hmm. Um, Where you release them at? So they're on TV um, and local network for Vallejo, and then they're online, um, and then they're getting ready to go onto another platform online. Okay. But... Um, you you got are you fat are you, I seen you send me something I I, I seen you send out a blast are you are you um doing fashion like like dressing up dudes like besides the crochet line oh yeah so that's for a fundraiser oh, so that has to do with my my, my company of uh with the studio right okay. shoot, um one of the things that we do for our clients is we make sure their brand is together and so by doing so we we capture the images that they need because most people don't have images normally when they're trying to launch something and so it's just like if you want people to respect you and respect your business that you're doing especially about the ask for some money you got to set it up like this is legit right and so we're doing the fundraiser i partnered with what was my partner of course and a few other people and we're doing um headshot parties okay and so you just come in and i set you up to do Get your headshot signed. Because I remember you said, when I got an email, I was like, oh, dude, look fly. Like, mm-hmm. you put, that's how your whole conversation got. Yeah. I opened it, I'm like, hey, dude, look fly. You put that together? Like, you put his whole wardrobe together? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's got... Prentice Powell. He's a spoken word artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he got skills. Like, you know, when he grabbed my attention, I'm like, okay, hold on. Man, you know what I'm saying? You might have to do something with Young Priest D. 
Let's do it. Oh, Jesus. You bet. Just come on now. <laughs> you, know, you know I'm a fit model. You know what I mean? I don't want to throw that out there. But if you ever need somebody that's God, a perfect man. medium, you know what I mean? I, I'm the man. Get another inch on your butt first, they say. Yeah, man. They hating on me. I got I got signed to the agency as a fit model, and they say I need to get two more inches in my butt in order to. Yeah, but you <laughs> but you know why? Why? Cause that's a sample, a perfect sample. Mm-hmm. For if you're gonna be a perfect sample, you gotta be able to fit everything. Or yeah, that's that. Book you. That's that. It's like that. Yeah. Like she chest, arms. She's like, yeah. I called him. I was like, look, man. I've been with y'all for a month and a half. Y'all say y'all gonna be booking me. What's up? She was like. Oh yeah, you say you got two. You gonna get two more inches? Did you get it? I was like, I'll call you back. <laughs> <laughs> she said you were at a thirty-eight and a half. Are you at a forty yet? She said inch and a half. I said I'll call you back. Yeah, because like, otherwise damn. you're not gonna look good in clothes. And mm-hmm. designers man. are real, real, real pushy about that. Man, man, trick them designers. Man, I'm trying to get this bread. <laughs> but no, but they get their clothes already pre-done, so you gotta fit what they got. No. It's not custom. It's not gonna fit to you. You gotta fit to them. Yeah. Check that. You want that check? Nah, you, nah. Want that check. you want that check? You better do them squats. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what? <laughs> what <laughs> exercise is As that? I'm doing them squats, I'm in the chair. Crazy. <laughs> 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 well, but yeah. You got anything else you want to plug, man? I'm just plugging fly girls. What, you know what? Nothing I want to know. Believe what, in what you dream. Where, where Ladybug come from? Oh, one like of my trips to Mexico. Oh, okay. Trip to Mexico. <laughs> I walked in a host family um, house in my uh-huh. room, and it was full of ladybugs, uh-huh. which is weird because I'm like, damn, they got ladybugs in Mexico? They got ladybugs in Mexico. <laughs> they do. <laughs> and apparently they're all over because they seem like they travel with me. Oh, wow. Okay. See them everywhere you go. Yeah, like even in, I was in Blue Lagoon in Iceland. And it was one floating next to me. I was like, this is crazy. Damn. So you've been to Iceland. Need to stop this. Stunt, no, this <laughs> stop. Stunt, stop. Stunt, no, I was in Blue Lagoon okay, in Iceland. Okay, like, you got us. Now, hey, what, we you have the niggas that listen to us don't know where Iceland is. That, that, that opened up another question. So what, you're not what? even listening. I said I like to travel. Just because you said you like to travel don't mean we was going to pick Iceland. Where you been? She's in all white places. Except for the black places. Except for what? <laughs> oh my god! First of all, we're everywhere. Uh, not in Iceland. Right. Get get out we're and travel, everywhere. Negro. Look, look at uh, that hey. face. Get out and get your mind right, <laughs> Negro. <laughs> in the moment that I'm, we're not there, and you come, you we there, uh, right? Mm. So uh, where have you been? That's why it's some smart people say. <laughs> <laughs> the moment black people ain't there, you black with black people there. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, like last year. Are you you a traveler by yourself, huh? Mm, I travel in groups sometimes, but but it just not, depends because groups are like. But it's not uncommon for you to be like, I'm finna just go to Greece. I don't just, know how black women do there. that. Well, when I was in Nigeria, I think that kind of like opened up a new new opportunity for me. You know, to let me know no that long. if I can go to Nigeria, you can. I was do there it. for 21 days. Yeah. Wow. So, so now I feel like I go anywhere. That was your first time and only time flying, like going by yourself? Well, normally what happens is that um, I live in different areas from most of my friends. So normally mm-hmm. I'm like flying to meet them somewhere. Mm. Yeah. So it normally happens like that. But this okay. is like the first time I'm getting off the plane and it's you just by you yourself. Your suitcase. Yeah. yeah, but um, to answer your question. So let's, last year I went to um, Croatia. I always see you traveling. 
Yeah, I went to Croatia to yeah, watch. Like with a little stalker, huh? Nah, you know, you just scanning through, and I'm like, damn, she's busy. Like that's why I hit her <laughs> up, cause I told you that. Okay. Yeah, I went to Croatia. I went to Copenhagen, um, to Barcelona. All white places so far. And that that slipped out. I'm sorry. Can you please? <laughs> he was okay, thinking so, out loud. <laughs> so when, just so you know, in Copenhagen, I went to Copenhagen because there's a statue that's out there that these two black women artists mm, created mm, that mm. sits on the street. Hey. And it's look called, at beating no. you in the eye. I need look, you to look no, at with me. the neck no, roll. Egg, look, look, no beating, egg, beating no you in the eye. Hit it every single uh, word. No egg, that you, nigga. Do we really know so, they was black? Yes. Yeah. Because she's smart. Because they created this this statue called Queen Mary. You should probably look it up. Oh, Google it. Because right? if you probably ain't Queen heard Mary, of it. Queen Mary was <laughs> like. You ain't heard of it. She was like the um, Harriet Tubman of uh, St. Croix. Okay. Mm. And so she was taking free slaves, slaves from Did you know Harry Tubman was freeing slaves? <laughs> <laughs> Did we got to stop and let you know that while you Google it? Queen Mary, okay? Queen Mary. In Copenhagen. Okay. She ain't talking about the ship. So um, the, the statue is like 11 feet tall, and um, she has like a head wrap on, and she's sitting on the same chair as like um, Huey P. Newton. So mm. they have like an – and she's holding this staff, and I just wanted to see it. I just wanted to see it. I wanted to see it. So I went to Copenhagen. It's like in the middle of the, the town, mm-hmm. not too far from the airport. So I just hopped off. Um, oh, she really is sitting in the same seat as you. Let me see that. It's dope. <laughs> what she said, what she said. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. So there Ooh, are black people in Copenhagen. Keep going, man. You still, you over here. <laughs> um, where else? And then I went to Morocco. Um... Uh, then of course, okay. Then I could just talk about places I've been. So Iceland. Why? Why you go to Iceland? Cause of the blue lagoon. Oh, okay. <laughs> I really wanted to go see the uh, Northern Stars too, but we didn't have time to do both. Okay. Yeah. And the blue lagoon is just a lagoon that's blue. No, it's a uh, <laughs> it's a, a old volcano, so it's like a hot spring. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, but it is blue though. Yeah. Um. They got that hot spring smell. What's, all right. Yes, yes, it does. Thank you. You know, you ain't never smelled the hot spray. <laughs> nah, <nigga. laughs> but it's supposed to be good for your skin, relax, whatever. It's that sulfur um, smell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Went to Paris. Sulfurite. I've been to Paris. I've never um, been to Paris. I can get in, in there. <laughs> I've been to Paris. I've never been what do you think about Paris? Hey, my nephew in I Paris. It was dirty. My nephew in Paris right now. And he's like, man, rude. I don't like these white people out here. They're rude. Yeah, so he's like, he's like, it's all the prejudice you say out that, Cause I, I get like contrasting accounts of Paris. I had a good time in Paris. Hey, my nephew out there, he like, he, he, um, handling some business. He like, yo, it, oh, it's prejudice as hell out here. I'm sure my experience would be different if I were to go as an adult. I went right after I graduated high school. And mm-hmm. we just See? went. She went to Paris out of high school. I'm well-traveled. But why are you directing that towards me? Because <laughs> you, you looked at me, so yeah. I figured I gave you a reaction. You directed that towards me. You looked at me, so I gave you a reaction. There was no provocation. I looked at Brandon, and then you said, hmm, see? You that is no like funny. At After you. we graduated, we went to uh, Belgium, mm-hmm. and we drove up to Paris. Saw the Eiffel Tower, and then we went to Disneyland. So I figure there's I, a Disneyland in Paris. Yeah. There's Disneyland's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, Disney. Not These playing. guys need to get out a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I've been to Vallejo, <laughs> Sacramento, so Reno. Yeah. 
He went off the country for the first time on our honeymoon. Yeah. Where'd you guys go? Jamaica. Jamaica. Ooh. Yeah, Ultra Rios. That was his first that time. That my first time. My parents just take me to L.A. <laughs> Anywhere you can drive. Long Beach. That same as L.A. Wait, you guys didn't go to Mexico <laughs> when you went to, like, your drive down? With my parents? Mm-hmm. Hell nah. Oh. I'm possibly like, he used man, to go, go to Tijuana. Yeah, he used to go to Mexico. You didn't go to Tijuana? Nah, kid. that's that's when I was in like in eleventh grade. So I oh, lived okay. in, I lived in Chula Vista for a year. Oh, so we okay. used to, um, I know Chula Vista. Yeah, we used to go over the border. Yeah, it was right it. there. Yeah, Could right you get there. this seat and run across? Man, it was so sick over there. I was like, I, reflecting back, I always say my auntie, me and G. We I, I moved I moved out there. Horrible to parenting. My, my his brother was a child actor. <laughs> <laughs> his brother was a child actor. And he was like, "B, come move with me, man." So my mom, and his mom's sister. So I moved out there for a year. <laughs> and yeah, it was some bad parenting because we used to be out there kicking it like fifteen years old. I forgot Dane was a child actor. No, nah, Lulu. Lulu. Lulu was a child actor. I was Lulu. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dane did a little modeling though, but Lulu. Gotcha. So, yeah, man, I, I ain't really been too many places. That's we should start going. Though. Yeah, you should. It's yeah. fun. Especially yeah. with the state of uh, America right now, you might want to start going places and make sure your passport works for you. <laughs> man, Are up. we done with Chantel? I, I got <laughs> something I want to wow. tell y'all about. <laughs> Go ahead, hey. brother. I mean, you changed the mood. Go Excuse ahead. Excuse me, sir. Uh, what would you like to talk about? I just want to let y'all know that I'm on my third day at Ramadan, you know. Oh, yeah, I forgot you were starting that. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's all good. All right, that's all you got to say? That's, that's all I got to so say. So maybe that's why you're so flustered, because you ain't ate hey. nothing. <laughs> yeah. I know, and it's I not ate, because yeah, she's smarter than you. That, that's, it makes that's sense. what's throwing you off. She's okay. not smart. First of all, she's not. <laughs> She's a scientist. You're just a doctor. <laughs> I don't so know. I could have been a scientist too if I wanted. Coulda, shoulda. I just didn't want it. I just decided. I, I could have been in the gynecologist. I just wanted to. Be I just, a, I just a decided to choose a different. Deci- you know I just what? decided to be a foreman. Could have been a gynecologist. I don't want to no more. All right, cool. It's okay. I've never really seen you like this before. You look sad. I'm not sad, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, you look down and out. Because you know, y'all mess with me, man. Smile. Hey. I was just trying to. It's you know. okay. So, what's next for this show? I'm asking y'all questions now. Like, it's my show. Man, what's next? Um, um, so, after, y'all got after, NOCO, right? Huh? NOCO. NOCO. Okay. NOCO. Okay. No, I mean, and after that, man, we're going to talk to you and see. <laughs> what we gonna do? That was my plan. Oh, cool. I'm, I'm gonna talk to you and um in the Chantel management. That really <laughs> wasn't. That really was his plan. I'm like, hell let's get on the show so you see what we do. Nah, hell nah. Get her I, no, I had no clue about everything she that that she been through. Or right. Went through. So that yeah, makes me want to ask you. So, where do you see yourself in five years? Five years. See how we flip that? That's called interviewing. Yeah. Um. I see a lot of things in five years. So sure I have a book that I'm getting ready to release. Oh. So I want to be traveling with that. You didn't say about the rights. You said release, release, which means it's done. It's already written. Yeah, it's written. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I think that we're in a space now where people are interested in knowing how you did something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of like podcasts. There's a lot of people going around doing workshops. But when you go to workshops, because I go sit through them, just, you know, pull out my credit card, pay for them, go sit through them go online, sit through them. And I noticed that people aren't actually giving you tools, tools, mm-hmm. right? And so even with Fly Girls, Fly Girls is about hearing your story of how you got somewhere, right? Because nothing is like a catch-all. 
you know, like they're always like, oh, you're you're an entrepreneur. This is the way you must do things. And it's just like, no, you got to be able to be in movement, which fly girls, everyone always thinks is about being fly and being fashionable. But it's really about being on the fly, mm. you know, being able to, OK, that didn't work. You got to let's go. Let's do this this other way and always constantly be in movement, because if you're not good you, play on words there, you should always like follow the money. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you're following money, you know, if sometimes people get in this complacent place where they're like, oh, well, it's not about the money. But it is. Mm-hmm. At the end Are of the day. It is. Right? Because as much as the hustle is fun, like. The money is better. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it is. And and because of the people that I worked for. Yeah. You know, like working with some of the celebrities I worked with, I had a black card that I can go and charge stuff. And it was me. Like, I didn't have to get like, oh, I need a second opinion about this going yeah. on. Ooh, I'm not going to take care of this over here. I'm just going to go over here and do this. Swipe this or piece. no swiping. Huh? Right. right. Like, no swiping. like new computers will come out. Like Apple, I can go in the store and buy 15 computers. Wow. Like that feels good. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so like until you, you know, know what that. Feels good too? Hmm. To be able go to go to Costco mass. without a list. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just... <laughs> Be right. Michael Jackson. That, 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 that. that. Hey, it's so funny. I that's was walking. Or how about getting a pallet? Mm, walking oh. with Costco with a pallet? Oh, I ain't even went that deep. Oh, man. You just open my. Just give me a pallet of that. Dog. Yeah. Nah, just. No, you ain't got no cart, nigga. You got the pallet. You just walking None. through, stacking oh, it up. That's what you was talking yes. about. Come I on now. Get on yeah, our hype, baby. So, I was. Uh, I'm doing a party Saturday. So, mm-hmm. I've been going to Hobby Lobby like every day. And I was just walking through there, and I was like, man, it would be so dope if I would just be able to get everything I want at one time and not have to, like, come here every day just so I can use a coupon on one specific <laughs> item. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not only that, but just, like, I've seen so much stuff in here that I just would just want. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just thinking, like, that would be really dope to just be able to do that one day. So yeah. even with that, just that, that same mindset, just being able to <clears throat> tell people, like, this is how you can do this. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid, you know, because if you have this word believe in what you dream like, that's why everything is kind of like wrapped into I'm dealing with the girls here so they can become women who are leaders here. Uh-huh. Right. Or in between, because you have like people like Marseille Martin, who she's 14 years old. And she she Direct produced for little her yeah, movie. That's hard. Like that's her produced money. and starred. That's her money. That's dope. And even when she's doing her interview, she's like, yeah, you know, like people are like, oh, your parents like, yeah, these are my business partners. Mm. (laughs) She already know what it is. And Mm -hmm. so it's just like the only thing stopping from anybody from doing that is just mindset. That's like uh, the uh, instant millionaire. Yeah. So let me let me ask you this. With all the different things you got going on. The the multiple businesses, mm-hmm. the degrees, the success, all of that. How did how has it impacted your relationships? Which relationships? Personal relationships. Personal relationships. Manly, femaley relationships. Oh, so we're gonna have this conversation. Ooh, okay, okay, good. I like this up. kind of conversation. Oh, going somewhere? <laughs> I was gonna go there next. We're going as well. somewhere. I thought so, we were done. Let's get it. Okay, so the thing about it is, again, mindset. So going back to where my foundation stands is that I do have two parents, mm-hmm. and they've been together. They've been together since high school. Yeah. And so I have a different, just outlook on what relationships look like, what they should be, where 
where the position and um, mannerisms of a woman stands and men, right? Because I've been able to, I would say, learn how to be a woman from my mom, but learn my position from my father. It's always a level of respect, right? And so if any situation I'm walking through, whatever, you know, if it's a personal relationship, it's a business relationship, I know how to, I know how to handle myself in them, right? Because I feel like um, one of the things that always comes up kind of like in this conversation period is always, okay, it becomes a money thing, it becomes a respect thing, it becomes an entitlement thing, right? And so I think that's something that always has to be talked about. You gotta communicate. So it has an effect my relationships because I'm a great communicator. Are and you I'm in very a relationship respectful. right now? No. All right, let me ask you, how do these regular, are you, do these regular Joes that are not in the industry are just working a nine to five, can they handle all the stuff in the success that you got? That's the question I was asking. Thank you for articulating it. That's not it really me. a question for me, though. No, I'm saying like in your past, have you like found in, in your past, like right. have you been in relationships? You being the breadwinner, maybe. You being me. the boss, you is. Yeah, because you're a boss, and then like, these regular have Joes, you found that these cats is can't handle that. Can't well, handle I, that. I think it's a role because if we're talking about business, um, I have to be a boss. No, but right? I'm just I get that, <laughs> but, but I don't have to be a boss in my relationship. You, you know, gears. you change gears. Like even you know, I have. I still have friends from growing up in Vallejo. Mm -hmm. We still cool after all these years because one side of it is that, you know, like you have to change gears. You have to understand what kind of people you're dealing with. And you have yeah, to also understand their the value for you. you have to mm -hmm. know like, audience. you know, I probably have been in situations more so where I've had to really just kind of like do this whole, man, you know, <laughs> we not lining up. You don't belong in my life. Mm. Wow. You know, and just be as honest as that. And it be like that sometimes. We just talked about that last week. Sometimes <laughs> people are only meant to be in your life for a season. A season. And when that season is up, hey, it's cool. Right. I'm going to take it a little deeper, though, Tiff. Right? So it there's a rule, the law, the law of 10, right? And then it's also the law of 30. So the law of 30 talks about, or 33, the law of 33 talks about you have three compartments in your life that you can have. One is where people are going to feed into you. So those are your mentors. Then you have people that you're going to feed into them. Those are people that you're helping. And then you have this other group of like, that's your tribe, right? But it has to be a situation where it's all balanced. Mm -hmm. And for many times, I've gotten to this place, especially now when my father got sick, that I was actually able to sit down and like, wow, this is why my life is kind of like unbalanced. It's a lot of work that happens. Feeding too much into one particular right? group. And trying to help, help more people than, you know, and trying to pull all these people up. And the thing about it is that you have to be able to build. If you're not building each other and it becomes a situation where somebody is constantly like leeching off of you, mm. like that kills you. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because uh, T.D. Jakes uh, went to a service that he spoke at last week. And he said the same thing. He said, some of y'all in here is feeling depleted right now. You went to that thing in San Jose? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I go to that church. So, of course, I went to the thing in San Jose. You knew that? No, uh -oh. you know he. I've been told y'all I was going to church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been told you I was going. Yeah. Well, me and T.D. Jakes right, had lunch yesterday. Like, so y'all heard T.D. Jakes speak last week. Wait, what? what? <laughs> so it was just interesting because he said the same thing that uh, you kick it with him. I'm asking because I know you in there. Technically, you did. Technically, no, no, I'm I didn't. Just saying, like, I know that you in there. Like, that's why I said. Did you? No. Okay. All right. 
Just got where, asked. I didn't know you was with where me. He he met Obama. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Could have met TV. <laughs> I hate y'all so much. Just got asked. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the next thing going to be like, so afterwards we had lunch. You know, like, Could have uh, bought the VIP ticket. <laughs> who knows? And he who gave knows? me his cuff link. Yeah, right. like, you know, who knows? Go you know ahead. What? You got I, the TD cuff link? Uh, <laughs> All right, go ahead. Come on, Zach. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Anyway, he said the same thing. And he was like, in order for you to feel recharged or refuel, you need to sometimes let go some of the people that's just taking, 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 Mm -hmm. and find people who are actually going to feed into your life. Because when you have gifts and talents and purpose that you've identified, Folks gravitate to that. Mm-hmm. But then you have to ask yourself, well, who's feeding into these gifts, talents, and purpose so that I can continue to do the work that I'm doing? So I think it's interesting the way you just phrased it, right? Uh, this is the second time me hearing it within a week, which means something. Man, I hate you. Y'all got me so distracted right now, man. <laughs> do you? Well, well, I mean, on the other side of that, to talk about the people who are your mentors, like, again, going back to, like, being able to define things and providing definition. So, like, I had to find, I find that, you know, like, if you're going to be able to move around in life, you have to be able to alter yourself, right? Because nobody's perfect or else, like, you're living in a, a stable presence, right? Mm-hmm. And so, or non-stable presence. But the, the law of 10 talks about people, if they're going to be your mentor, they need to be 10 times more successful than you want to be. Mm. And so when I look back on some of like the positions I've had, I didn't last throughout a, a lot of them how I wanted to, I would say, because I aimed low potentially. Um, or even just the law itself just talks about being, they have to be 10 times more successful so in my mind i've always wanted to be a millionaire for instance mm-hmm. or a mogul or be successful with what i'm doing so i can't be around other millionaires like those other millionaires have to be my tribe they can't be my mentors because be in their mind mm-hmm. i'm coming after them mm-hmm. right i'm i'm building mm-hmm. i'm built in competition so it's gonna be oh i'm gonna help you but i'm only gonna help you as help much you so as much. i want and I'm gonna put my foot in your neck. I'm, when I'm gonna ready help for you, you to enough stop. to think for you to think that I'm helping you, right? But the the caveat of that is, if I were to go into be around people who are ten millionaire dollars, you know, or worry more, about you. Let me no, they're you like, oh, need. I see a passion. Oh, psh, here, wow. slide you bones, slide you bones, right? Yeah. And so that's the new mindset for me. So when we talk about what's happening in the next five years, I'm being around people who are that successful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Too close to the apple. <laughs> I'm glad you comfortable. Yeah, for real. Big bear toes. It threw everybody off. I'm like, but to go back to the question about relationships, mm-hmm. utilizing those two definitions has been important. Right, because you can potentially get yourself in a situation where your mindset s- switches based on who you're around, mm. and so I don't, I don't feed into mediocrity, so I never have. So I'm s- surround myself around it, mm. and it doesn't have to necessarily be in a, a way of materialistic things. It's just a mindset. Mm-hmm. You, so, do you love hard? Of course, I do. What? You, you How? Lo- <laughs> do you love hard? Okay, <laughs> let me get some of these grapes. <laughs> 
He is off. Not, <laughs> not now, Gina, baby. Half the, the caramel on the apple. <laughs> Do you want you want some apple with that caramel that you just got? God dang. You need like two more apples. Gosh. Okay. Hey, First dude. of all, y'all y'all know we supposed to be no sugar, no carbs. So why y'all eating that? You got a big glob. I ain't, I ain't, you see, I ain't ate none of that. No sugar. I've been on, I've been on my no sugar, no carbs. Can you even have that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can eat whatever as long as you eat that night. Sunrise <laughs> or sunset. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Oh, yeah, but no sugar. I waited like, all day to eat. Some sugar? Hmm? You still eating sugar? Mm-mm. You gonna eat that caramel? Yeah, go ahead. Look at his face. Hey, the, how go you ahead. comfortably dipped He in had that? Jamba Juice today. Go ahead. That ain't sugar. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh. Bro, I feel like if you want me to eat this, you should have put it there. No, I put it there for Chantel. That is for me. Man, come on now. <laughs> But that makes sense of what you were saying about the mentor Ugh. thing because you didn't even know what it tastes like before you took that big glob. I did not. <laughs> you just went in. Did <laughs> <laughs> you say what you saying about the mentor? Uh, uh, my son was doing karate for a second, and I didn't know there was like levels to the back black belt. Right? It's not just you get black belt and mm-hmm. that's it. There's like mm-hmm, eight levels. Hella levels. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to the the sensei guy, and I was like, so you're going to keep going up? He was like, I probably can never go all the way up because my mentor didn't go all the way up, and I can't surpass him. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang. Yep. And I can't go get another mentor. Like, I can only go as far as he goes yep. without surpassing him. And I was like, dang, that's that's like that sucks but (laughs) (laughs) i mean i get it that's that's kind of dope but that just made me think about that when you said you have to get that's a really great that's a really great example yeah that just made me think about that that's really dope why you don't got no dude (laughs) she booked him busy no no i actually got out of a relationship not too long ago oh that's so sad Brandon wants to it's ask not. why. What happened? Look, she going to use me as well. That was going to be his next question. <laughs> why you ain't got, what happened to do? It just wasn't a good alignment. Mm. Everything got to be aligned. It wasn't on her level. It wasn't that power of 10. It's <laughs> power of 8. I mean, it just wasn't aligned, that's all. If you from Vallejo? No. Who is it? Uh, <laughs> she said, no. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You know what's crazy? So like, I think that Vallejo guys have always ran away from me so For long. Real? Yeah, because right, you hella smart. No, they was running because my brother, my yeah. brother and my cousin. Oh, you are you were you were labeled. Yeah, do I'm touched. Do not touch. I'm like no fucks with. I have mo- majority male cousins. Mm. Yeah, that's how I feel. My daughter is gonna be. Oh yeah, but it's a good place. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Let with me tell it. you a benefit of having brothers, especially when you're, you're the young sister. Mm-hmm. Like I learned, I learned game from my brothers because mm-hmm. I got to watch watch a whole Every lot of day. stuff. And so like, and then it's just patterns. And it's just like, oh, so you thought we was gonna be doing this right here? Right. Like, that's not happening. Yeah. On my side, there's 15 grandkids. 
And of those 15, it's four girls. My daughter is four, almost five, and the girl before her is 23. And it's just all mm. boys in there. And she has brothers. like mm-hmm. So she's going to hate her life for a long portion of it. No, she's not. She'll appreciate I it later. I just now realize that. What, you, that she's the only girl? That is just your daughter and your niece. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're all boys in between. It's all boys. But then on, on his side, side yeah. is hella girls. Yeah. Hella girls. Wow. Okay. It is hecky girl. Yeah. His oh, sister geez. don't got no sons. His brother only has yeah. two sons. <laughs> you were mm-hmm. hilarious. Oh, yeah, it is heck of girl. <laughs> Jeez. You right. You right. I just y'all, realized. Y'all, y'all gonna let her make fun of me like that? That yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Where's the lie? No, no. <laughs> Where's you the lie? You made me sound like uh, old Bubba country. <laughs> when she said that. Oh, when you play this back, you're gonna hear. Yeah. Like, oh. Tiff over here, like, yeah, it's hella girl. Oh, yeah, it is hella girl. Hella girls. Popping your toes up on the uh, table. Man. Bro, y'all. Who does that? Who puts their feet up on somebody on the table with no socks on? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I never wear socks. What do you want me to do? Not put your feet on my table? I mean, that's fair. (laughs) Wait, you never wear socks? No, he does not. Yo. He'll put socks on when he has shorts on. And he just be like outside. this all day, the whole podcast, just rubbing his feet. They be praying. That's what he say. Chantel. <laughs> I understand. It's good. Well, you know what? I appreciate you. Yeah, man. You. I want to keep you out here hella late. I know you got that hour drive. I hope. I, I do. I, I hope it take you an hour to get home too. Dang. They probably will. It was traffic on the way up here. For real? They doing road work then or something? Mm-hmm. Hey, look. I appreciate you I and all your smartness. It. Thank you. That was smart. And, and Black it, girls rock. Man. So HBCUs. So yeah, we're taking our son. He's turning 13. Look, she don't want to let you go. <laughs> turning 13 and we're going to go to... But he's like... He's smart like you. Crazy smart. He wants to be a scientist. He's like... We oh, be, he's extremely smart. We be like I can set up y'all tour for y'all. Oh, There's a work. human genome, genome building there. It's amazing. We, if y'all go, I want to go because you know I love this. Well, he... We still be like, why is he so smart? Like, it'd be confusing to us sometimes as to why he's so smart. It's just like a natural for him. Anyway, and he just, uh, he's like an old soul. So he's like history and like all that stuff. So we want to go, let him go see Howard and then, you know, go to the African Museum and all the Smithsonian's and see I all the monuments. Make sure you like, how long that. are you guys going? How long we're gonna be there for? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not till, not till next. Year. Oh yeah, next year. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I was in the museum, the African museum, mm-hmm. all day, and I still didn't get through everything. Damn. That's a you, lot. You took the time to read everything. But you you gotta buy scan. your ticket beforehand. You don't buy though. tickets. No, to go. it's free. It's free. Oh, it it's free? just limited. But I figure by the time we go, it might be all. It probably would be more done too. Yeah. Because it's a lot in there, but there's a lot. Like, the Oprah Theater wasn't finished when I went, mm. oh, the f- and the food is slamming. Is it? I can't wait. Like, I, I'm excited to yeah, go. I'm and excited. it's just going to be here when I take in the little I, ones. I know. We might take my goddaughter, too. Her, yeah. I, t- I was having a conversation with her. So, she's in the eighth grade, and I was like, so what do you want to do? Because her sister's about to graduate. But I was like, what do you want to do? She was like, I don't know. Maybe go 
somewhere out here. I was like, you ever think about going to a HBCU? She was like, what's that? And I told her, she was like, I didn't even know that existed. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> how could you not know? But I get it. As Californians, we're not really exposed to any of that. Only reason why I was aware of it, because, you know, I was in Willie B. Mm-hmm. And we got to go on the college tour and all that kind of stuff. But they don't got that. Like, if you're not in. Willie B still doing it, too. Oh, yeah. Jadine's going to be in Willie B. Yeah, we just talked nine. about Can it. Can he gonna... be in Willie B? He is. I got connects. Okay. Oh. Yeah. He yeah, is. She me. legacy. Okay. I just you know what I mean? We gonna. Uh, I was like, we can make that trip out there once a week. Yeah. And he gonna I'm be escorting the debutante ball. I'm just saying. He could do Tanner. Isn't it the Tanner project out here? I don't know. Don't you know. So. No, no, it's uh, it's Row. Man, well, let's let her go, man. Oh, she I'm got sorry. that hype. Oh, yeah. This is what we do. Yeah. We just keep going and going. <laughs> well, no, yeah, for going. sure. Um, we could talk offline about Howard. For right. sure. or you need to come with us. You can take us all around. <laughs> you probably got some insight connected. Look, man, I just want to say once again, I really appreciate you coming down here, yeah. telling your story. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to get inspired by this. And for uh, sure. We'll have all your info, too. On, on the I can pro- roll it down for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so on Instagram, it's s.ladybugofficial. Um I'm at Yarn Movement everywhere, so that's IG. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, um, but I pay attention mostly to Facebook and, and IG, of course. Um, my website is yarnmovement.com, and let's get back to those donations because mm. I have a, I have a, a goal I have to hit, and I'm 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 set out to hit it. So uh, that's donate.yarnmovement.com. Um, I'm pretty active. You hit me up, DM me, I'll respond. Um, hello. Yeah. For them she, custom yarn hey, pieces. She's hella professional, too. She had to dock all late and everything, but go ahead, keep going. <laughs> 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 I feel so bad. I'm like, Doc, well, you are so unprofessional. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and, and hit me up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hit me up and, and look I'll out. Just wait till it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for the next episode of Fly Girls. I gotta um, check that out. I'm Have you be... done uh, Taraji's yet? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Chef Tirza? Yeah, shout out Chef to Tirza. Chef Tirza. Yes, you've done Chef Tirza's already. It's not on YouTube? Uh, not hers, not yet. But it, the show is on YouTube. The show is on YouTube, yeah. okay. Fly Girls. But yes, I'm saying her episode hasn't aired yet. You want to see her episode? I do want to see Chef Tirza. She has a really good story. Episode. First of all, I'm just fascinated in cooking. All right, man. Let her, of, nah, let her uh, go. Let her go, man. Let her go. Let her go, man. You got my girl out here all late night. It's about to be tw- she get home at 12 o'clock, man. All right. Once again, man, I'm going to stop it for tip. Ask some Doc. Ask some yeah, two dudes comment, and a chick. You know. And we out. All right. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye. Traitors, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just want y'all to know that. <laughs> <laughs>